It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Chinese woman stopped for driving bumper car on the highway. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. And it's brought to you in part by Banner Fuel. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. Well, hello. Friday morning, news time. And we start with the Hall of Fame. We're talking the Toy Hall of Fame. I'm so excited about this, KJ. This is one of my favorite things every year is is the toys that get inducted. Because as I get older, these toys become more relevant to me. You better believe it. Yeah, just memories to you. And American Girl Dolls. You remember much about them? My, you know what? Just this last week when we were in Lexington visiting the in-laws, we, my wife had some American Girl dolls that she had left there, and my daughter found them. Is and that so the ones that you make that look like you? Is that the, is that the I think ones? so, yeah. Okay. yeah look, yes, absolutely. We spent a lot of time with them. We made them a lot of pancakes in the basement that by the kitchen area last awesome. week. That's funny. That's great. American Girl dolls. Into the National Toy Hall of Fame. Should be. Deserved. Yeah, Deserved like toy. That one's pretty big, yeah. They they do this every year with the Toy Hall of Fame where they entered they induct something that's a little strange, but it's hard to argue with. Okay. Sand. In the group <laughs> called perhaps the most universal and oldest toy in the world. <laughs> I mean, we had a pretty big sandbox on the side of the garage that we played with the Tonka trucks in. Yeah, so. and it's one of those that you go... I didn't well, think of it as a toy, but... That's dumb. But then again, they they do it, you know, they put in cardboard box, they put in dirt, they put yeah. in those things that they're just like... You know, I guess as long as it has its category... Right. Then why not? The most universal and oldest toy in the world, sand. Did you ever have a sandbox? Oh, yeah. Slim? For sure. We had one at, at uh, the playground near us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of time in there. The new park downtown here at Riverfront Park that I'm not going to ever remember the name of. It's an Ice Age theme, Mm -hmm. but I don't remember what they call it. Do you know the name of it, Slim? I don't. You've been to it, though, right? The big new park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has a huge sandbox. Really? It's a good place for it. Which really surprised me. I was like, you don't see sandboxes very often. At parks anymore because of cats. <laughs> I blame cats 100%. Kevin, I am curious about something. Yes, sir. I've now received two notifications from people. Oh, oh yeah, I know what they're going to say, and I'm going to have to stop you, folks. Okay. Because back off because you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, geez, angry. This story was early in the year. When there were 12 finalists that were selected for the Toy Hall of Fame. I got you. Including okay. American Girl dolls, including Sand, including Battleship, Settlers of Catan, Billiards, Cabbage Patch Kids, Masters of the Universe, Fisher Price Corn Popper, the Toy Fire Engine, and the Pinata. Oh, the pinata. We did all of these earlier in the year. So those were the finalists. Now those you do the Those were the 12 God. finalists. I wonder what happens to and the ones that, who don't get in. Are they still eligible or are they... Just like in you know baseball and everything okay. else. They man. get a certain number of years you before a, they're not eligible you get anymore. get a chance. At some point, you can be nominated again. But okay. at that point, I think I told everybody to go online and vote. You did. I think that's what they were asking people to do. And I will tell you, the board game that made it into the Hall of Fame. And this is where... 
very curious what we all think. Just before you the give me game. that, I'm just uh, curious. If you now tell someone to pound sand, does that mean you're pretty much telling them to go to the Hall of Fame of Games? Yes. Yeah. All right. Risk. It was, Kev? Oh, wow. Risk made yes. it into the Toy Woo! Hall of Fame. The only thing I ask is, Risk made it before Battleship? It's a better game. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never okay. played Risk. I didn't play Risk much as a kid, so it's maybe why it's not fair to me. I played Battleship a ton. R- a Battleship more classic. Risk like Hall of better Fame. Better game. Like- Okay. I don't know about that. I okay. think now you're just doing the Rick Lukens. I think you're just going with old. <laughs> well, stop. No, so no, there's no. a difference between that one, right? Because you go, oh, well, he's, he's, he hit home 14 home runs back in uh, 1928, so he's got to be better so than the older. guy who hit 400 home runs in 1983. <laughs> no, Risk is better okay. than Battleship. More fun game to okay. play. Yeah, if they're both, here's the deal. I guess the way I look at it is if they're both eligible on the same voting thing. Yes, and they were. And you're picking between the better one. Risk is better. Okay. And see, and to me, I always thought Battleship was better, but it's just because I played it more. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, I know I've seen Risk, but if you had to tell me, give me the objective to win the game, Risk, I could not tell you. All that means is that Battleship had a better marketing campaign because they had the kids playing as, oh, you, you sunk, sunk my, my battleship. battleship. It was the best. So they had a great marketing campaign. Kids remembered it. They thought it was better than it probably really was. But here's the deal. Slim, you are a game guy. And so if you're going to tell me that Risk is better than Battleship, I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah, and and Kev, I do want to make sure it's very clear. Battleship is awesome. Battleship is awesome. We're talking Hall of Fame yeah, here. Yeah, Kev, absolutely. Like if someone if someone tells you <laughs> they want to play Battleship and mainly uh, namely a kid, if a kid goes can we play Battleship? That's a great moment in either babysitting, parenting, grandparenting, because that's a fun game to play. Yeah. So that is, this is not a, a shot on Battleship being bad. Sure. Yeah. This is about risk is really, really good. He's not trying to fire something across your bow, Kevin. No, <laughs> no. Battleship's great, man. Battleship's Battleship's great. It was a fun game to like test your memory, if nothing else. Yeah. And, uh, and anyone can play it, right? That's the one thing. Risk, for not sure. everyone can play Risk. You you can get into Battleship at a younger age successfully. And I just remember a lot of times the games, you know, it was easier to play just two of us. My brother and I. My sister was younger, so she didn't always didn't play like the same you. games or whatever. Like, you know, 10, my brother and I would be like 10 and 9. And my sister would be, you know, 4. Yeah, there's no way. That's, yeah, that's so different. Not happening. Nuh-uh. So it would be like perfect. We can play Battleship, easy one to play together. It's fun because it's yeah. the one. It's the one only unfortunate part with Battleship is that it is only for two players. So if you had more people, right? But very rarely did you have more than that was two just people. It. Very yeah. rarely. And I would like Battleship. I guess the other reason it's fond, I'm fond of it is I could beat my brother at it. And then he would be like, well, let's play Monopoly again. And I'm like, no. Oh, God. No, God, you still have all of my houses and all the hotels, and I still owe you like $7,000 in rent. Does your granddaughter, is your granddaughter playing any games yet, Cap? That's great. No. You know, some we have not really played any games yet, and that is something that uh, I feel like she's getting very ready for that. All the games, don't they all say like three plus, age Probably. three plus? I'm looking and at so what I, candy I, I feel like is. she's getting very close to being able to start to play those games. 
That'll be that'll be very fun. I'm very excited for that stage of life. Never yes, too young for 52 pickup. And yeah, three three plus is kept the number it looks like on most of these kid games I'm looking at right now. So there you have it. I think that will be fun. I know that it will get annoying at some time playing shoots and ladders all day, but I think it's going to be a fun addition to the world. So can I share something with you? And I hope that I don't get my burble, my bubble burst, my Uh-oh, burble yeah, busted. Absolutely, but my put your bubble, bubble out. Uh, this is the most proud I've ever been of you. Oh my. I mean, even more proud than like the one time at Hoop Fest where you were a good sport the whole time. No way. Well, that's rare. Oh, even geez. more proud of you than when you were Zagman. Oh my gosh. Whoa. Even whoa. more proud Spoiler of you alert. than I was the one night at the cruise where you just decided to go home. Oh my gosh. A rarity. And more proud than I was when you locked Anna in. This is how proud I yes. am of you right now. <laughs> I walked into your room a little bit ago to get my cup. And you had headphones on, and I didn't mean to interrupt you because you were listening to something. Oh, the Thomas Rhett song. That. Yeah. It was I was listening the, to the Thomas Rhett song that I'd never heard before. Right. And, and I listened to part of it, and then I realized I really need water really bad. And it sounded like a great song with a lot of lyrics. And you know me. I love lyrics. So I thought, yeah. well, I've got to spend some time with that song to make any judgment on it. So I don't have time for it right now. went and got my water. Did I walk into your room yes, and you, you had headphones on and you had the lyrics up? Yes, you did. Oh. I had brought the lyrics up to the Thomas Rhett song. I had. Because I oh wanted to know, KJ, gosh. the song is called So Long Summer, correct? Yes. Slow, Slow Down, down Summer. Slow Down Summer. Yeah. And I wanted to know the thing Kevin had brought up in case we discussed it, which I'm glad we are. Kevin had said, what an untimely time for a song called Slow Down Summer to come out in the middle of winter, or as winter, not in the right. middle of winter, but as winter comes out, yeah. that song will probably get popular, like Kev said, during the middle of winter. And I wanted to see if maybe I was missing something in the lyrics that made it so that it could be an all-the-time song. Kevin James, it's all about summer. It's a really weird timing for Thomas Rhett. Because it really is all about wanting to redo summer with someone. Okay, because I did not get a chance to really hear it, so I didn't know what the lyrics were. But it's always been, for years on this show, I always say to Slim, dude, listen to the lyrics. This song's so good. And you're like, I'd never listen to lyrics. I just listen to the music. And then eventually, like six months later, he'll go, man, the lyrics to this song are pretty good. (laughs) So the fact on day one you were looking at the lyrics, I like just... Kev, so I was surprised to find him. I was surprised to find him on day one. I didn't think I would find the lyrics. But Boy, I'm telling you what, anymore, they do, they're they all doing that now yeah. because yes. for that exact reason, because that's the only way I listen to brand new music anymore is by pulling the lyrics up. Because sometimes I'm like, well, I wasn't quite sure what he said there. Yeah, for the, sure. The shades on my dashboard, shoes on my floorboard, lived in that old Chevrolet. We were two Roman candles, too hot to handle, too harsh. They couldn't be tamed. He also has some shout-outs to Fourth of July. But then it's all about summer. And so it is weird timing on Thomas Rhett releasing a song about falling in love with someone over the summer while we all sit here and it's dark at 2 (laughs) o'clock. Well, yeah. Thank you, Slim. Classics Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Well, speaking of adorable. Yes. Hello. We, <laughs> Hello. Settle Max. down, Max. Max. Kevin James. I didn't know you were going to bring this up. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm not. <laughs> the Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. In an hour, we'll qualify somebody for the getaway to Vegas to go see Luke Combs. Hit it. 
It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter. Don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. Well, this one goes way back to uh, June of 2020. When we got this letter, said I had something that happened to me recently. I proposed to my girlfriend of two years. I thought for sure it would be a yes, as we had talked about it many times. But sadly, her answer was not right now. She was looking for a new career. She's very busy and doesn't want to add the stress of thinking about a wedding. I just can't help but think there's something else wrong. Even though she says there isn't, I'm struggling to move past the rejection. We talked about it. She gets mad every time and says, I've told you why. I'm sorry. You just have to accept it Mm. and move on or move to something else. And so he was just struggling with it. What happened with this couple? The update, pretty short and sweet. He just said, I kept it. I kept struggling with it. I just felt like something was off and we broke up. We weren't together for about five months and then it just happened. We both realized how much we wanted to be together. We were together two months. I proposed again, and we are now getting married in May of 2020. The breakup was terrible, but I'm so glad it happened. It's like the ultimate, you don't know what you got till you got, till it's gone type of situation, right? Where it's just that you did it. And so it only took her five months to get her career. That's pretty fast. Good for um, her. You know what? (laughs) Doesn't say a word about the career. I don't. Ah. You know, here's the, the, the dumb thing about this was you could also still get a career with somebody in your life. I get the stress of a, a wedding, so maybe you put the wedding off sure. a little bit, yeah. right? Whoa, um, whoa, 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 whoa. Weddings are stressful? I don't no, have any confirmation of that. They can't be. Ever. They're easy. They're the happiest day of your life. That's right. <laughs> you pulled the Kevin there. You said that, I've, and you chugged some water. I've had the... Uh, <laughs> that was... I, I wish we were TV right there. He literally gave the, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay, it's funny. It's like I always Disneyland. love you know getting to plan a lot of weddings, being a DJ with all the bride, the bride and groom, or whatever. I get to see the interesting sides of how this all goes. Where I've had brides that are real laid back, and they're like, yeah, it's all cool, whatever, and they're pretty chill. And then like the week of or two weeks before, I get one million emails and questions where it starts to hit them it's kind of like slim with his baby like where he the other day they were doing the room and he was like wow we're having a baby we're having another the baby. realization sinks yeah in. i think it's the same thing with some brides like they're pretty laid back about it like the, the dj whatever it's cool mm. we got it under control and then like it gets to that moment and then the stress just goes bonkers which speaking of proposals and knowing when it's the right time like this guy obviously Felt like he was in a good spot. Did it. It wasn't the answer he was expecting. Got to be one of the worst feelings ever. Yeah. Glad it worked out eventually for him. What was your proposal and how did you know for sure it was right, Jay? Mine? Yeah. Oh. How did you propose? I don't, for some reason, I don't remember this story very well. I mean, just on a knee, just traditional, just, you know, living room. Just the two of us said, you know. Where at? Uh, it was at a, in a duplex on Mission, right by Mission Park. Such a nice place. Wait. Here? She came for a visit. I had already lived here. I already moved here. 
Yeah, I knew you moved here. I, I don't know why I guess I thought you were married before you moved here. I don't know why you thought that either. Because you got married, you moved here when? Like in February? Uh, no. No, I moved here in January. So, January. I mean, you're not that far off. So, January of 94, got married in September. Okay. So, 94. you guys were engaged, I guess, when you came here, and then it was just the, mm, I mean, no. I mean, it was, you know, a foregone conclusion. Listen, once you came up here, you were like, here's the deal, Nebraska girl. You either marry me and you move up here, or you spend the rest of your life regretting it. Yeah, that's that how. Said? That's kind of how it went. That's, yeah, that's pretty much. I think that's a. Uh, I think that. Let me check. I think I still have the cell phone video of that from '94. Okay, oh, so you it know happened. What? Didn't don't have that right here, and you just knew it was the right time. How long had you guys been together? Uh, it was three years. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah, God, it was time. <laughs> Good Lord, Jay. Yeah. So it was very, hold on, your proposal was very standard, basic. Shocking. Not, not I, anything wrong. But shocking, ro- romantic, I know. Romantic, but like, just like you, just right down the pipe, just perfect. Right? <laughs> well, I don't know if it you was You did it the perfect, right way. You, was, didn't, <laughs> you didn't do anything fancy. Some, what it was did you vanilla. Do again? I did... I proposed right before we went on a family trip to Hawaii, knowing that it was going to be right before, so she could be excited with her sisters, because she doesn't see them a whole lot. Yeah. And you had someone come to your house and Deliver help with the adoption proposal. papers for Jovi. <laughs> I mean, it's... Jovi the dog, yeah. in case yes, anybody doesn't know I that. Be, Slim's dog, Jovi. See if I could be officially the dad, because all of her other boyfriends, me included, were called uncle whatever it may be. Right. Right. Uncle so and so, Uncle so and so, and I wanted to be, uh, be able to adopt yeah, the dog. Right. So in order, order to do that, I needed to be part of the family. So I pretty much That's proposed it. to get. I didn't even propose to get married. I proposed to get married so that I could be part owner of the dog. Right. Part parent of the dog. Yeah. Love it. It's one of my favorite. It, it's it was a great very one. well done. Yeah. Other than the fact that you were so nervous when your friend knocked on the door and then she was mad somebody was there. Right. Yes. <laughs> yep. Thank you, Andy. (laughs) Well, I mean, not really Andy's fault, though. Well, the part he took a phone call when he was supposed to drop off the package and then was a couple minutes late to that. (laughs) Well, like every wedding, something goes wrong. Yeah, I'm trying to dilly-dally. Like, I had her in position by the door to be there when it was knocked, and then, you know, I could only stall for so long. Right. But Andy had a really important phone call, I'm sure. Oh, I was probably He was just, you know, crushing it in his car. But he did end up getting the job done. So always he is reliable. <laughs> Can you imagine Slim trying to fill oh, like two like, minutes? Yes. No, but seriously, I do think there's a spider right there. Keep looking closer. Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. Ah. The big 99.9 That's, That's the worst when you... Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Guys, it's a Friday, Friday. Ah. Kevin James. That was pretty good. That no, was, yeah. that was, guys, that was pretty good. Maybe good save that one. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Uh, all right, don't forget, 820 this morning, your next chance to qualify for a trip to Vegas to go see Luke Combs. A uh, very cool trip. Uh, here's two days. It's Luke Combs concert, two nights hotel. The whole thing is, is awesome. So I've been wondering... So I've been wondering 
I've been wondering. I've got a couple things, boys, I've been wondering, and, and I need some help with one of them in particular before I have a sit-down conversation with my wife about it, because I need to know if this is a normal thing or not. Okay. And I don't know if it happens in your guys' lives. Jay, you have you have young kids around you, and it may be a youth thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Do you, or you guys find yourself around people who answer phone calls on speakerphone a lot? Uh, my wife. Kevin has raised his hand. Jay has said my wife. Is this a regular thing that people do now? In Not just when they're by themselves. I'm talking about when other people are around. Is this a regular thing that people do now that I just need to become more open-minded to and accept? Or is this something that I can say, hey, that is really annoying. <laughs> well, <laughs> Now, let me... Uh... Can we narrow the category a little bit? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a category. Okay. So maybe I'm watching television. <laughs> I, maybe somebody is watching television a lot. And, you know, the, the volume is up on the TV. And all of a sudden I realize, what is happening two feet away from me? Uh-huh. A speakerphone conversation that I, I actually might not. This might be a conversation I shouldn't be listening to. Okay. Is it a conversation that she is okay with you being part of? I don't know, Kev. I think so. But I think she is so default to answering on speakerphone. There was a time last week when we were in Kentucky and the whole fam was together. One of her sisters answered a phone on speaker and my wife answered a phone on speaker. I do not believe they even realized it. And I was sitting in the kitchen and thought, if I stay in this room any longer, my brain will explode. But I don't think either of them even noticed that the other one was on speakerphone or that they were both on speakerphone. They were just in conversations, both on speakerphone, mm-hmm. both 10 feet apart. Yeah. I think this was changed because of FaceTime originally because people were just, everything was on speaker. And Well, yeah, I do think the younger generation, you're right, Jay, they're so used to the FaceTime thing that they may... Well, it's speakerphone's great. It's more convenient. You know, you can, you can do stuff. You right. just set your phone down. I do understand that part of it, big time. But if you're, uh, that part is great. But if you're holding your phone in your hand, right? No, I, I understand. It's on speaker, how, I, I understand have, how I have, it works. <laughs> again, I, I, and I don't want to go into this thing where I say, "Hey, you know, maybe we should get some headphones, some some yeah, some kind of headphones that you can speak into so that you can hear it." Uh, maybe we could use just a phone to your yeah. ear. I don't, you know, I don't want to go into this if this is a very normal thing. And and just judging by that, I feel like you guys have made me realize this is one of those things where I need to accept it and I need to change my outlook on it because it is a more normal thing. Let me help you out a little bit. Do you have a television in a different room? I do. Now, I will say sometimes when I start to head to that room, the speakerphone call is paused for a moment and it's, do you not want to hang out with me? Uh, Wait, hang on. I thought we'll hang out on the phone. We'll hang out after you're done on the phone. So it's not like she won't do it like in public. Will she, if she's... At the grocery store, will she be talking on speakerphone? The only time I think she'll do speakerphone in public like that, which is a lot, is is FaceTime. <laughs> okay. Right, because that, that's yeah. the majority of her There's phone no calls are there. FaceTime. The majority of her friend calls, her non-work stuff, are FaceTimes. From I mean, sense. there Friends is an option, family. Kevin, with, with you know, AirPods or oh, for sure. earbuds yes. or whatever yeah. you want to, yes. you know. Yeah, AirPods are the greatest thing in the For world, sure. they they just really are. I don't know that there's a, been a better invention in the last twenty years. No, yeah, I, that's I, possibly true. I'm telling you, they yeah. are they are special. 
But I don't I don't know. I just I didn't know if this is a normal thing that people are doing. I mean, it it's become normal. I think it is, yeah. Way more normal. Not like my wife does it all the time, and half the time, at least, probably three quarters of the time, it's it's a family member. So I feel like you know those are and that's different, and you're like you know it's your daughter well, or it's deal. your son or whatever. You know what I mean? So you're like, oh, a, I kind of want to hear that conversation anyway. Yeah, and if it's a call that's going to be over a couple minutes, I am not. I can't hold the phone to my ear. I cramp up. It hurts. Okay. I can't do it. Like my muscle starts. Cramping, I'm like, gosh, dang! I can't. Well, yeah, but it is on the person who answered the phone on speaker to be aware of other people. I think it's on, the, yes, the impotence is on them indeed. to to create space. You know what I'm saying? Like you need oh, to yeah. create oh, space. Oh, for sure, Michael. What do you got? Hey, you know, I'm just thinking maybe it's people want that more intimate feeling of connection, even though they're on their phones. You know, the FaceTime makes them feel like they're in the same room or something, and and maybe That's for sure. Speaking out loud like that is the same thing. I, I for know. sure, and here's the deal: I most definitely understand the FaceTime. Yeah, when oh, my yeah. when my wife's sister's mom, her friends FaceTime her, I get that. That is a different deal because there is the face to face is so I think well it is and I don't think it is so important 100% especially when it's a long distance thing and you're yeah. not going to see them a lot. That is hugely beneficial. Yeah, without question. It's just a matter of when, how long, how loud. Etc. I mean, I know how loud it is, Jay. It's on maximum. <laughs> Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. The big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. I guess it, 